And welcome to the Water Cooler, everybody. It's January 6, 2021. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I don't want to be very clear about something. And, and uh, how do I say this? All hell has broken loose, literally. Protesters, and actually, hold on for a moment. Let me call them something different. Violent protesters, actually, let me call them something different. Angry supporters, Trump supporters, maybe Antifa too, TBA on that, but they're wearing MAGA hats. We'll get into all of that. But at this point, it appears we've got a lot of angry Trump supporters and they have stormed the Capitol. I want you to take a look at what has transpired. All right, so that was uh, protesters actually trying to get into the United States Capitol. And guess what, folks? They did. You just saw it. They broke the glass. And guess what? Uh, when they got in, uh, as you might imagine, uh, they had some scuffles. Take a look at this inside the Capitol. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Now, that was inside the Capitol. Outside the Capitol, guess what? They were brawling as well. Have a look. We'll get it later. But joining us now, Jessica Rivera uh, with Real America's Voice. I want to bring uh, Jessica in here if we've got her. Hopefully we do from Denver. We'll see if we do. If we don't, that's all right, too. We'll just keep on going on. Do we have Jessica? Not quite yet? All right, we'll get her up. But in the meantime, I will tell you this. Uh, that there has been blood shed, literally blood shed at the United States Capitol today. And, and there's going to be a lot of fallout after this, as you might imagine. We have never seen anything like this in United States history at all. As a matter of fact, Lindsey Graham uh, tweeted out how he supports peaceful protests, but not violence and destruction. Uh, people need to leave the Capitol. It's a national embarrassment. you got Ted Cruz pretty much saying the same thing. Uh, Donald Trump uh, tweeting out uh, lots of different things as well. Look, the bottom line is this. This cannot happen in the United States of America. Look, I get it. I get it. You're angry. Trump supporters are angry. Fine. But there's a difference between anger and violence. There's a difference between anger and mayhem. Violence, I'm sorry. I know you want to talk about Portland and Antifa and all that type of stuff. That doesn't make what happened today at the U.S. Capitol right at all by U.S. or excuse me, by Trump supporters. Now, once again, I want to do a caveat. They're wearing red hats. You can see in the video there, you assume they're Trump supporters. I mean, it was a Trump rally after all. It was a Trump march. We're putting two and two together at this point. But I do want to be clear. We don't know exactly who was instigating it. Uh, have Antifa folks dressed up as Trump supporters before? Yeah, all of that is true. But that's the caveat to the reality, which is this was a Trump march that got out of control. And a lot of answers need to uh, be filled in in terms of filling in the blank. But let's get to Jessica Rivera now uh, with Real America's Voice. She's in our Denver studios uh, and trying to give us, or I shouldn't say trying to, actually giving us the latest. Jessica, what do you got? Thank you, David. Yes, I have an update on today's events Jessica, in our nation's capital of Washington, D.C. It all began this morning with the Save America March 
uh, the president. Um, it did start uh, with him at about 10 a.m. Eastern time. The president I began to speak. Her. There, he talked about how 75 million voters voted for him, how the people are never going to give up and he won't succeed or concede. The president went on to say he hoped Vice President Mike Pence would do the right thing and send the votes back to the states. President Trump continued to list evidence of voter fraud that took place with unconstitutional election changes at the state and local levels illegally. He said dead people were voting, fake people voted, out-of-state voters voted, counting votes after deadlines, and illegal ballot harvesting, among many others. At 1 p.m. Eastern, down the way at the Capitol, Congress convened to officially begin certifying the votes. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi went over a new rule that only allowed 11 members on the floor due to the pandemic and social distancing. Vice President Mike Pence took over with a few more rules, and that's when a representative from Virginia stepped up and asked about the 11-member limit and how they were supposed to object effectively. Vice President Pence went on to explain the parliamentary inquiry and proceedings began. The first state up was Alabama for certification, which was certified for President Trump, giving him nine electoral votes, no objections there. Up second was the state of Alaska. The same happened, no objections to the three electoral votes for the president. Then the state of Arizona came up for certification. And this is when it started to unravel. Arizona Republican Paul Gosar stood up to object, object to the state's votes, and the objection was accepted by Pence. At that point, that was about 1.14 p.m. Eastern, and the two chambers broke for each to begin debates over Arizona's votes in their separate chambers. While both the Senate and the House were debating and discussing the large crowd of protesters that had made their way over outside to the Capitol began to breach security, eventually breaching four layers of security in place, ultimately storming the Capitol and making their way into the chambers. At that point, the Senate and the House proceedings stopped and congressional members were evacuated, with Vice President and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi obviously being a major priority. The President did take to social media to air his disappointment with Vice President Pence not sending the votes back to the states as he thought he would do, and has also come out telling people not to be violent in their protests. Of course, mainstream media is blaming the president for today's events, which continue to go on in D.C. But one protester spoke with one news outlet saying the protesters didn't begin violent and that the Capitol is the house of the people. We know there have been shots fired in the Capitol and there are injuries. We'll keep you updated. And now I'm going to return you back to David Brody of Watercooler. All right, yeah, Jessica Rivera, really appreciate your uh, insight and, of course, uh, running us through those day of his events. Uh, there, there are some things I want to play throughout the show, including how this all, all got started. And I'm talking about the actual objection from Arizona. Uh, so we have that. We want to play that. Now, what, I want to set this up a little bit. What happened was, right, Mike Pence started with Alabama, then went to Alaska, and those votes, those electoral votes went to Donald Trump. And then it began, the objection. Arizona was objected to. And uh, do we have that soundbite? Do we not have that? All right. Well, at some point, we'll show it to you. But in the meantime, I tell you what, let's go out to uh, Ben Perkman, uh, who is with Real America's Voice. He's been on the streets all day. Uh, ben, what can you tell us? What's the mood? What's the feel out there right now? Thanks, David. Here, right in front of the Capitol, they, they, it depends on where you're at. Uh, the, the mood changes as you get closer to the Capitol. There is a, a large group of, of people that are still up 
on the Capitol steps. They've actually climbed the scaffolding for the inauguration. Uh, we obviously, everyone's got the reports that people have gotten inside. I actually spoke to one man who said he was at the doors that, that they went in and several of the Patriots came running out. That they, he said they were sobbing. He asked him what happened, and he said they saw a uh, young woman, young patriot, get shot in the face. He said they said by a shotgun and that she was dead. Now, I don't know if any, I haven't confirmed any of that, but I was interviewing one, um, and, and that's what he said, uh, that there has been a fatality. I haven't heard that reported anywhere else, but uh, we're digging into that to find out. The bottom line is people are upset. They believe they've been uh, that the elections were stolen. They were hijacked, and that they, the Republicans have not stood up and done what they believe they should have done. That they don't they don't believe that Vice President Pence is going to do his constitutional duty and uphold uh, the the rightful President Donald Trump. Uh, that's the mood here. As you get closer to the building, it gets a little more heated. But for the vast majority of the hundreds of thousands of people out here, peacefully rallying in support of President Trump, it's basically they're just upset at the fraud and they don't they, they, what I've heard over and over is uh, talk hasn't worked and now it's time for action so right so then let me ask you real quick and we don't know this right now but what has been your sense on the ground uh, with uh, liberals and Antifa and all that have they been present at all because at this point it does seem that this is a small fat fraction but a deep fraction of Trump supporters that have stormed the Capitol what, what is your sense it's is it not Antifa is it well, that we still don't know. I don't think so. Based on what I'm talking to the folks that uh, on the ground here, it sounds like it was some three uh, percent of groups uh, that are just pissed off and aren't going to take it anymore. I did hear one report that Antifa was over at the White House uh, trying to break into the there. I don't know if that's true or not. We've been over on this side the whole time. Typically, Antifa shows up at night, uh, just like BLM, come out and they attack innocent people as they're out outnumbered and walking back to their homes. Uh, I haven't seen any evidence of Antifa out here. Everything I've seen is, is uh, you know, uh, people with American flags. Again, we don't know if there could be infiltrators, there could be people uh, doing that. Yeah. The, the sentiment here is. This is the people's house, and they have every right to go in it when they believe that the Constitution is being thwarted. And so that that is the message. I, again, I don't have anything to say yeah. that it's anything other than the, the supporters that were here that went in. Uh, and everyone that I've spoken to so far supports them for having done that. Uh, right. Whether or not you know other things have happened in between, that's all speculation. I don't know. You know we're, yeah. we're getting mixed reports as they're coming out of the building right now. All right. Ben Burkwan, really appreciate you there on the ground in the nation's capital. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Uh, look, Thank a couple you. things to tie this segment up and then we'll move on uh, to the, the same topic. We're going to be talking about this all, all hour long. A couple things. One, the certification vote itself has stopped, temporarily stopped for a moment because of everything going on uh, in the Capitol. That's important to understand. Uh, and, and look, in terms of what's happening now, we, we really don't know uh, ultimately what's going to happen uh, as we move forward. But I'll tell you this. Uh, Mike Pence was in a very difficult position today. And the okay. president, let's be honest, did not help matters uh, with some of the tweets and some of the comments that he made about Mike Pence today. We're going to have more on that uh, when we come back, including the constitutional question behind all of this. We're back in a moment. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 
So take a look. This is outside the United States Capitol, a brawl between what we believe to be Trump supporters and Capitol State Police. But I got to tell you, and I want to put the caveat out there, uh, as, as I look around uh, Twitter, and once again, I'm going to leg legitimate Twitter, if you will, a blue check Twitter, uh, th there are some folks that believe that Antifa may have been part of leading the charge into the U.S. Capitol. I'm not saying that's true. Not saying that's true at all. I'm just simply saying that we still have a lot more to figure out as to who exactly was storming the Capitol. But as we heard Ben uh, earlier, Ben Burkwan earlier in the segment, or early in the show, say that he believes it is some of those radical kind of Trump supporting groups. So we'll, we'll have to figure all of that out. Um, but we understand that there's some breaking news that there is a pipe bomb that has been found at the Republican National Committee headquarters. John Solomon, uh, John Solomon from Just the News. This is just coming into us now. John Solomon, uh, our CEO here at Just the News, reporting this. Once again, uh, a pipe bomb found, I believe that is the information, found at the RNC. Uh, was it the DNC as well? Just double-checking. Uh, but definitely the RNC, a pipe bomb found there. You can go more, get more information at justthenews.com. That's once again John Solomon reporting that. And once again, we've seen this play out throughout the day. I mean, uh, first of all, we know that there were evacuations in the Cannon House office building, the Longworth House office building. There have been some bomb threats or some people that have been taken to those in underground tunnels that you might be familiar with at the U.S. Capitol. So, I mean, this has been going on uh, pretty much all day, and we will see how that all shakes out. Look, how did this all begin? Hey, it started with an objection when Mike Pence was there uh, in the uh, joint session of Congress, and he was uh, ready to uh, certify the Arizona results, but there was an objection, uh, and I want to play that exchange for you now. Are there any objections to counting the certificate of vote of the state of Arizona that the teller has verified appears to be regular in form and authentic? Mr. Vice President, I, Paul Gosar from Arizona. For what Sports purpose does the gentleman from Arizona rise? I rise up for myself and 60 of my colleagues to object to the uh, counting of the electoral ballots from Arizona. Uh, is the objection in writing and signed by a senator? Yes, it is. It is. So let me explain what happened from that point. That's where the House and Senate went to their own respective chambers and started to debate the objection. And that's when the march started to happen. They started to head towards the Capitol. That's when the break-in, storming the Capitol, that's all that happened. And they had a stop. See, as you can see right here, that, that, that actually took place, I'm going to say, roughly about 45 minutes to an hour into when the House and Senate were debating the objection. Uh, and that's what happened. So they had a stop the certification. So right now, uh, my understanding, at least as we speak, uh, right here at, uh, what is it, about 4.20 or so Eastern time, they, they have stopped the certification, uh, their, uh, the electoral process. So before that, I will tell you, there was a big rally, a big Trump rally. Now, we know about the march, and of course, we talked about the march being, uh, you know, the marching to the Capitol, all the violence. But look at this. Uh, look at the shots from the White House ellipse there, these are Trump supporters, tens of thousands, tens of tens of thousands, 
all there, peaceful, it was wonderful, uh, lots of patriot-loving Americans uh, out on the streets. That was the point of today. Uh, Donald Trump, the president, addressed the crowd, and he had a few choice words for Mike Pence. I want you to listen to this. And I hope Mike is going to do the right thing. I hope so. I hope so. Because if Mike Pence does the right thing, we win the election. All he has to do, all in, this is, this is from the number one or certainly one of the top constitutional lawyers in our country. He has the absolute right to do it. We're supposed to protect our country, support our country, support our constitution and protect our constitution. States want to revote. The states got defrauded. They were given false information. They voted on it. Now they want to recertify. They want it back. All Vice President Pence has to do is send it back to the states to recertify. And we become president, and you are the happiest people. Happiest people. At least a small portion of them were not happy because, wait for it, they stormed the Capitol. And you know what? Here's the deal. Uh, the, the, the president of the United States asked Mike Pence, the vice president, to basically kick this back to the state legislators, uh, and Mike Pence wouldn't do it. Uh, he did not do it. Uh, I, there was no sense that he was going to really do it later in the process anyhow, but he, I want to read you a little bit of the letter uh, that he had, uh, and this is what he put out just before 1 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, th this letter talks about how, in essence, and, and I'm going to read this to you specifically, it is my considered judgment that my oath to the Constitution constrains me from claiming unilateral authority to determine which electoral vote should be counted and which should not. Translation, I ain't doing it, Donald Trump. And that's the bottom line. So then the, the president came out with a tweet after that. Uh, basically, I don't want to say he called him a coward, but he talked about Mike Pence's courage, that he didn't have the courage to go through and kick it back to the state legislatures. As a matter of fact, here it is. Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify USA demands the truth. And that all just led to this combustion today in D.C. And let's be honest, it wasn't just today. I mean, we know this has been stoking for a while on the flame. I don't think there's any question about it. But if you think about what's going on in this country, and once again, if you're just joining us, this is some video, ready for this, inside the United States Capitol. Inside the Capitol, protesters. And, I, you know, I, I keep calling them protesters. And they're not protesters. It's a violent mob. What are you doing? Why are you in the U.S. Capitol? It's shameful. Absolutely shameful. I don't care if you're wearing a red MAGA hat or if you're wearing an Antifa sweatshirt. What you're doing there is wrong. The last time I checked, violence is nonpartisan. As in, you don't do it if you're a Republican or a Democrat, liberal or conservative. Hey, look up MLK. Do me a favor. Uh, Proud Boys or, or Antifa or all you kind of goons out there, look it up on Google and tell me when you, when you Google MLK and civil disobedience, maybe you should take a lesson from them. Back in a moment. 
Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome back to the Water Cooler, everybody. Hey, uh, listen, uh, as you might imagine, we always work the phones here and work the sources. A source telling me that the president may be speaking soon. I'm not, when I say soon, I'm not quite sure exactly what soon is, but he could be speaking soon. And I also want to say a few things, not to get into inner show workings here, but at the top of the show, we were supposed to have Jason Miller on, uh, the senior advisor for the Trump campaign. Uh, I am told at the last moment he had to cancel, uh, and I am told that it appears that they didn't want to get ahead of what the president would be saying. So I have a feeling that obviously explains a little bit about why he couldn't appear on the show today. But it looks like we are going to hear from the president sometime, uh, I'm assuming, soon or at least later today, maybe into this evening. A couple tweets I want to pass along. Senator Rand Paul up with a tweet. I'll just read it to you. He said this, violence and mob rule is wrong and un-American and it will not bring about election reform. Today's mayhem set back any intelligent debate for a generation. Just stop it. You know what? He's 100 percent right, by the way. Mick Mulvaney uh, said this. Once again, he's the former uh, chief of staff for the president. And he's talking about, by the way, that president tweet that we sh- the president's tweet that we showed you in the last segment about how uh, Mike Pence didn't have courage and all of that. The president's tweet, is, th- th- that's the tweet that I, he's referring to right there. But this is what Mick Mulvaney said. The president's tweet is not enough. He can stop this now and needs to do exactly that. Tell these folks to go home. So actually, he was referring to the fact that Mike, oh, excuse me, that the president actually did say to the uh, protesters, I keep calling them protesters, but basically he said to the protesters, uh, asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence is what he said. Remember, we're the party of law and order, respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. And what Mick Mulvaney is saying is, like, that's not enough. You can't just say no violence with an exclamation point. How about retreat, get out, move out? This is ridiculous. You're an embarrassment. All of that. I mean, you know, you just... You can't do that. You can't do that. Let's bring in Ben, Ben Berkwan, uh, RAV reporter, Real America's Voice reporter there uh, at the U.S. Capitol. Ben, uh, what do you got? Hey, uh, we are out here. We're still at the Capitol. I actually just, there was a, an explosion of sorts. I don't know if it was tear gas, and I saw uh, several people or a lot of people running down the scaffolding uh, trying to come back out, but I wanted to get a quick interview. Uh, my friend here, tell me your name again. Brad Combs. Brad, Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. I love it. Texas and Dallas. What do you think about what's going on out here today uh, from the start till where we're at right now? I think this is a wonderful show of, of the numbers of people in this country willing to commit coming to this spot on this day to gather for the president. You know, there's I've met so many people here from New York City to California, and nobody believes these numbers. The statistics don't add up, and it, it doesn't take much to figure it out, but you do have to look at it. I've got, I've got my own family members who, as far as they're concerned, Biden won it on hey, are you there? election day, but all they watch is CNN, and if that's what they're going to get their news from and just go about their business, they can stay asleep. I can't believe the lie. I can't accept it once I know better. And God knows what's gonna happen. 
But we showed up, and they shut down. God bless it. You what do you know? think about what's happening now? So we've got people that have stormed the building. Uh, inside, they were getting mixed reports. I've actually gotten reports that one uh, young lady was shot. I've heard multiple different things that uh, she may have been killed. Um, that is tragic. What, and, and just about that, what, what is it? Like, if, if the fraud stands, what do we, where do we go from here as a people? We go nowhere. They're going to come for us eventually. I hate to think that there's a martyr in that building that was willing to go up there and stand for Trump, and they would kill her to, to cover it up. They can't take the light. And all we need to do is bring the light. And I don't know what more we can do to convince. I have a Senator Ted Cruz. Love the man. He is standing. I got another one, John Cornyn. I didn't have much of a choice. They rigged the primary with five extra people in it. And he became the choice or take a Democrat. I don't know what John Cornyn's up to, but he doesn't stand for me. And that's the sad part. My family's been in this country since the 1600s. Idaho, Texas, we're, we've been here. We're not leaving. We're going to stand up. We're going to make it right. Thank you, sir. David, back to you. Ben, ben, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Nice to get uh, some perspective on the ground. And look, uh, most of it's peaceful. We have to reiterate that most of it is peaceful. But you know what? One bad apple spoils the bunch. And that's unfortunate. And that's why Rand Paul in his tweet earlier uh, basically said the same thing, which is uh, you're not helping. He says, you know, today's mayhem sets back any intelligent debate uh, for a generation. He wants people to stop it. He's right. I mean, you know what? You, you just don't do it. All right. Anyhow, I'm, I'm off my soapbox. But I do want to say a few things. And uh, eventually, uh, coming up in the next uh, segment, by the way, I, you're going to hear uh, from the president. Remember, I just told you that the president was going to uh, speak soon. Well, apparently he has recorded a video uh, and we're going to play that in the next block. Uh, so just stay with us for that. But uh, it's about a minute long and he's he's addressing some of what has transpired here in Washington, uh, D.C. today. But but overall, let me say a few things about uh, the state of our country today. Okay, so here, here's the issue. N number one, uh, we've got Democrats versus Republicans. Uh, number two, we have liberal, liberals versus conservatives. Here's the problem. Number three, we have conservatives versus conservatives. Donald Trump has basically made people choose sides. What side do you want? Are you in magination? Are you a traditionalist? Did you see what happened to Mitt Romney? You see what happened to Mitt Romney on, a, on an airplane? People shouting him down, uh, calling him a traitor. Look, I don't support that at all. But I'm simply making the point that we've got, there's a decision to be made if you're a conservative Republican. Are you going to go with the traditionalists, the Mitt Romneys, the Ben Sasses, the, um, let's be honest, the Mitch McConnells and some other folks? Or, or are you going to go with the MAGA Nation Donald Trump crowd? I'm not talking about the folks that stormed the Capitol today. I don't consider, I, I know the media is going to tell you that's part of magination, and I guess technically it is. It's a fringe part of magination. There are fringe parts of every movement in America. That, what you're looking at, that's fringe. That's not magination. I got news for you. All the people that we talked to on the show, uh, the Kylie Kramers, the Amy Kramers, the, uh, just go on and on. Uh, all these folks that are out on these bus tours across the country, they're not advocating that. They're not in the Capitol building doing that. Okay. So that's the choice, traditionalist, establishment Republicans versus MAGA Nation. But not that. That's not what I mean by MAGA Nation. Back in a moment with the President's comments.
<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Take a look, folks. This is the U.S. Capitol. Breaking in at the U.S. Capitol. Unbelievable. Have we ever seen this in the United States? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I got to get some historical perspective on all this. Uh, let's bring in Rick Green, uh, America's Constitution coach. We've had on the program so many times. Uh, Rick, we've been talking about this day, uh, January 6th, for a long time on this program. You and I have had quite a few discussions. Uh, here we are. I, I don't even know where to begin. I want to talk to you about all the constitutional, uh, you know, um, angles here. But why don't we start with what we're seeing in D.C. today? I mean, I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't buy that. Dave, you're exactly right, man. I mean, it started as an opportunity for a great constitutional discussion and debate and an opportunity for all of us to learn about the Constitution today as it's played out in Congress. And, uh, you know, without question, this kind of violence should never be accepted. Every one of these individuals that used violence or destruction at the Capitol should be jailed for a very long time. Uh, I am not convinced these are MAGA supporters. Uh, in fact, uh, when I look at the pictures of the guys sitting in the House chamber after they took over, they look very much uh, like uh, anarchist uh, um, instigators, uh, whether they're Antifa or not, I don't know, or BLM or whatever, but they are definitely not your typical MAGA supporter or Republican patriots. Uh, I think this is a, a very concentrated effort to create chaos. It's exactly what started this summer. It should have stopped in Minnesota. Um, I still, to this day, blame all of the rioting and lawlessness in the country on the mayor of Minneapolis when he gave up that police precinct. He said to the country, rioting is okay, and we will let you air your grievances with violence. As a constitutional republic, what makes us special is that we can deal with our grievances and our differences in debate on a, on a House or Senate floor or in our courts. Our courts have failed us and refused to allow that to happen this year. They've allowed dictators to rule in these, gover in these governors as governors across the country. Uh, and we've allowed these rioters and this violence to happen and let them out day after day after day. Mm -hmm. And we're probably only going to see more of it uh, until uh, we have a chance to actually sit down and discuss these things. But you don't get peace until you get truth. And I think that's what's happening here is uh, is we're getting lied to once again about what's actually happening. So, in our so Rick, what are we supposed to make of, of these, these violent protests? Because, I mean, on the one hand, uh, I mean, you, the, the, the way I see this, this is the way I see it, that there that there's a small faction small fraction, very small fraction of Trump nation. The, let's, let's be honest, there's fringe groups on, on both sides, all right? Sure. And, and these are fringe, I'm assuming these are fringe groups in MAGA nation who are a bunch of bully, coward anarchists. I mean, I'm talking about from their standpoint, uh, but, but they came to a Trump rally. But you're telling me that you wouldn't be surprised if some of these people are dressing up with those red hats as you see in the video there, and they might not be Trump supporters? I'll bet my truck on it. Really? I absolutely, absolutely believe. Uh, that the main instigators in this, the first ones through the door, um, the ones that really did wreak havoc and violence, um, are not MAGA supporters, but are in fact uh, anarchists. Uh, and I and I think that will definitely come out. Okay. I do think I do think you're right though. There's definitely those that are MAGA supporters who might have been suckered into this, got caught up in the frenzy of it, and followed them into the Capitol, uh, which is foolish and and silly. And we know human nature 
Um, and we know the mob mentality is unfortunately taking over in our country. But I definitely think uh, this was a, a coordinated effort uh, to begin that chaos. And uh, we'll see if that if that holds out to be true. If not, yeah. uh, then you get my truck. <laughs> All right, Rick, I've got to ask you about what the, the president's been tweeting and saying about Mike Pence. I mean, he's putting this guy, I mean, come on. He's putting him in a tough spot. I mean, and then he comes out with this tweet that says my, about Mike Pence. Here it is here. Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution. Now, Rick, i got to tell you, after our conversations, I don't put words in your mouth. But you may agree, actually, <laughs> with the president. Maybe you wouldn't say courage. I mean, because I know you like Pence, but... You were saying that uh, that he did have some unilateral authority to do, do certain things, but he didn't he didn't even punt it back to the state legislature. Yeah, you know, David, we're seeing, I think, the best and worst of Trump today. Honestly, uh, I watched his speech and, yeah. and I think in some of the things that he said, uh, even at the speech, but but also with the with the tweets. Um, unfortunately, some of his negative characteristics have been what have allowed him to withstand the onslaught of the last four years and, and be as tough as nails and fight back in, in ways that for some of us, we cringe a little bit with the things that he says. But in some ways, it's been necessary for him to do what he's done over the yeah. last four years, which has been a lot of good. Uh, but I, I agree. I, I think throwing Pence under the bus right now is, is not healthy or good. Uh, we don't even know yet what Pence was going to do when the votes came back from the House and Senate. Right. I, I do think he has so far followed the 1887 Electoral Confusion Act written in Pig Latin. That's my name for it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think he's he's trying to follow that instead of following what I think mm -hmm. is a constitutional path that he could have followed. He had some options here. Right. I think he chose the wrong options, but he's in a very tough spot. All right. So I want to I want to pick up on that in a moment. But first, I want to play what the president just released a few minutes ago on Twitter. Of course, uh, here's a video statement by the president about what's going on in D.C. today. Have a listen. I know you pain. I know you hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. Rick, I got about 30 seconds until the break. Uh, what's your reaction to his video? Well, I, I think he's right to acknowledge uh, that people are rightfully uh, and righteously angry, uh, but that there is a correct way to respond with that. And I think it was great that people showed up in Washington, D.C., that they rallied. Uh, the violence, of course, is unacceptable. And as I said earlier, I don't think that's our people that are doing that. Um, but listen, if you do not, I mean, this is, again, the secret of a constitutional republic. Right. If we don't allow for grievances to be heard peacefully in court or on a legislative floor, uh, these kinds of things happen because, yeah. frankly, the nature of man is depraved. And, and I would hope we get back to that peaceful method. Well, amen to that. I'm sorry, my bad. A woman uh, as well. All right, uh, Rick, uh, hold, hold there. Hold there. Uh, I want to bring you back uh, in the next break to talk a little bit more about the Constitution and what happened today. Uh, we're back uh, here in a moment on The Water Cooler. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery Starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to The Water Cooler, everybody. Uh, Lindsey Graham tweeting in uh, with some comments. I'll just read them to you. He says, those who made this attack on our government need to be identified and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Their actions are repugnant to democracy. And I want to bring Rick Green uh, in again, who's in with us uh, for the last se- uh, in the last segment. Hello. Maybe I'll get it out eventually. Uh, I thought it was interesting what Lindsey Graham said. Those who are responsible. He didn't put it on Trump Nation. He didn't put it on MAGA Nation yet, uh, because there is a lot more to be said. Hey, listen, on the uh, constitutionality of all this, they've, they've stopped right now. They, you know, they, they've yep. taken, a, I say, a break. Yeah, a break for, I don't know, an unruly mob that decided to enter the Capitol. Uh, right. What's going to happen when they pick up, Rick? Uh, well, and I agree with Senator Graham. Every one of these folks that uh, broke the law and, and uh, used uh, violence or destruction should be arrested uh, to the and, and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And I bet we're going to find out some interesting backgrounds on them uh, if we do that. Uh, listen, when they come back together so far, what's happened? Well, we didn't know last couple of times you and I talked. We talked about all the different things that could happen, not knowing for sure how Pence would, would lead this thing. Uh, it's very clear he's going to try to follow as best he can the 1887 uh, law and not uh, some of the things he could have done under the 12th Amendment and under historical precedent. So what that means is the two chambers will eventually come back, to, not together, but separate and finish their debate. I think they were about an hour, a little over an hour into that debate. They'll finish out that two-hour debate and take a vote, and then they'll come, and um, most likely both of them will vote to accept those Arizona electors. I do think that there's a chance it could be different with Georgia because Georgia is the first state that they'll get to where it's actually illegal and constitutional voting schemes not just allegations of fraud. And there's a big difference there. And with Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, you have actual unconstitutional electors that have been chosen, uh, or an unconstitutional process by which they chose the electors. And that's what Ted Cruz and all these guys are standing on and trying to say, that's what we're trying uh, to stop. And we're asking states to choose electors and verify who actually won their state. We're not trying to change the election. We're trying to make sure that we do our job appropriately which is to open and count the ballots, but make sure we're doing the right ones. That's right. Article 2, Section 1. I mean, the manner, in other words, state legislatures have that power to uh, take care of that electoral college situation. All right, Rick Green, appreciate it, sir. Thank you, sir. Thanks, David. All right. uh, We'll have you back on, obviously. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I'll just simply say this, uh, that that we've got a crisis on our hands in America. I don't think there's any question about it. And now we have to get the, the details. The details specifically of who were these people that stormed the capitals. The easy explanation is Trump supporters. But is it more difficult than that? Back in a moment. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Wonderful, everybody. Uh, boy, it has been quite a day. Uh, we're, listen, bottom line on all of this is that TBA, to be, oh, TBA, to be announced, no, to be continued. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, let's just bring in Sophie uh, Mann to just save the day. Uh, Sophie, uh, good to see you on a crazy good day. Good to see DC. you. If only this were a day that I could save. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no. This we and we talked about January sixth. Yeah, and, and it and it 
unfortunately, it lived up to down. everything that we were concerned that would happen. So mm -hmm. give us kind of an update of where we're at. Well, so the wrap-up for right now yeah. is that, um, you know, the president just released that one-minute video that Twitter is actually censoring already. People are not able to interact with it. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Wait, hold on. They're, they're censoring uh, Trump's video? The video, yes. They. But, but he's telling people to, to go home. Yes, but um, they're, they're saying, you know, he's contesting the election still. So that same sort of election fraud disparity oh that they've been filtering out the whole time, they continue to filter out with this video. Um, but uh, mm -hmm. Joe Biden spoke just before uh, Trump released the video. Um, we'll continue to see what happens. The National Guard has been called in. There's chaos across D.C. Uh, a pipe bomb was found outside of the Republican National Committee headquarters. That building has been evacuated. Similarly, the DNC, which is close by, has been evacuated as well uh, after a suspicious package has been found. Um, they just called the race in Georgia for John Ossoff, so it looks like um, wow. even after today's events, the, the Democrats will um, have a slim majority in the Senate mm -hmm. moving forward. Um, unclear sort of what tomorrow on Capitol Hill will look like, but we will be here feeding you guys the news. Well, and, and just to be clear, uh, there's also 6 p.m. curfew, Eastern, mm -hmm. 6 p.m. Eastern curfew in D.C. In D.C. In D.C. Right. And then here, here's the sad part of all of this. All of this transpired in the daytime. It, we haven't even hit night yet. No. And I'm very concerned about what might happen. I mean, obviously, you guys are following it at justnews.com. Yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll be giving you guys breaking updates. The stories have been firing and firing and firing off. Um, coverage is coming in quickly. Things are moving swiftly. Mm -hmm. The chaos at this moment seems to be centered really around the Capitol building, yeah. not even the White House. We're pretty close to the White House right here, so we're, we're not seeing as much of that police presence or mob presence or anything like that. But, you know, mm -hmm. as, as it gets darker, we will see what happens. I'm sure that the mayor will send out yeah. um, the Capitol Police in full force. We know the Virginia... Uh, and Maryland uh, forces have been called in, and so we're hoping for, for a safe and peaceful night in the Capitol. Sophie Mann, thanks so much. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. All right, uh, tomorrow on the show, I don't know what to tell you. We have Corey Lewandowski on the show. Uh, and my sense is Corey will show up and be on the show uh, for sure. Uh, I hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, please stay safe, uh, obviously, if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, and also hang, hang tight. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 